what amount of amputation would be a deal breaker for you? I don't know. I just want anything with a beating heart. At this point. <laughs> Anyone who will love you. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up and sit down. We're here today with Kristen. Kristen from work. Kristen Scharf. Hello, Isaac from work. My favorite person from work. Very nice person. How's Isaac doing at work? No, let's not even talk about this place. (laughs) Isaac, I'm flattered I'm your favorite person. Definitely. Well, you're the only person I talk to. Well, we sit by each other and we both spend time on Facebook all day. Yeah. (laughs) This we should... Let's save it for later. We work really hard. (laughs) We work really fucking hard. Uh, Fellow copywriter. Are her levels okay? Yeah, here, look, see, this thing is getting... Am I doing it wrong? You gotta go, like, straight on. Mm -hmm. That's the key. Me, me, me. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Funny person. Um, Mormon person. We can talk that's, about that. That's true. Yeah. And so funny story about Kristen. She was supposed to be on last week. Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. And she didn't show up and she started texting me and like, oh, I can't make it. I can't make it. And it turned out that she had an accident on her finger. I did. I learned my lesson. Never flake on Isaac. <laughs> Or, or you'll be punished. you will be smitten. <laughs> by, by God. I'm a recent amputee. Prison is a reason to amputee. What did, how much did you lose of your finger? I lost a third of my pointer finger. Everything a, from a the third. Knuckle, a third. Yeah. Wow. It's real. It's a, it actually is like a real. It's a real thing. I like to think of it as a quarter, so I can say I have nine and three quarters fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a third from the knuckle up. Lost it surfing. It's it's a little less than a third. It's like between a third. Did a it, where? How did it happen exactly? Um. I was surfing with a boy, and he didn't have a leash on his surfboard, so I let him use mine because I was trying to be nice. Uh And then I was dragging my huge seven-foot-tall surfboard out into the waves with my fingers um, in the little, like, loop where the leash normally connects, just like a little string loop on the bottom of the board. Uh And a huge wave came and took the board away and twisted it around my finger and just sliced it off. Wow. What a freak accident that is. Yeah. Like, what are the odds of that happening? I know. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's, this is why I don't go surfing. What did... Uh, well, I wasn't even, like, technically surfing when it happened. Yeah. It was just, like, being stupid. How'd you, <laughs> how fast did you know something was, like, really wrong? And not just, like, oh, that hurt, but it'll be fine. Um, I thought I had, like, a paper cut or something. I was like, ouch, that, like, kind of hurt a little bit. Maybe I'm bleeding. I pulled my hand out of the water and, like, part of it was completely gone. 
And I was just like, ah, my life has changed forever. <laughs> and then I tried to go find help. And I, I found some chubby jogger who was like useless and couldn't do anything for me. And then I went and flagged down my friend and I was like shouting his name, jumping up and down, like waving. And he would just like look over and smile and keep surfing because he thought I was cheering him on. <laughs> but eventually he realized that I was covered in blood and <laughs> needed help. <laughs> Oof. Man, oh man. I, well, so what do you think about her prognosis for life? Do you think that it? she seems to be worried that no boy is going to date her now? Because of the hand? Yeah. Uh, you're, you'll be fine. I don't think... You're not I, even missing a yeah. finger. I mean, you like, haven't seen the pictures. It's pretty gruesome. But it's it's not like it's going to be bleeding and gross for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's true. You know, What is the most amount of amputation you would tolerate for a potential mate? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Good question. Um, I, would, I think it depends on what part is amputated. Like there's... Her lady parts. <laughs> lady parts get amputated. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Like, that's a tough one. Would I'd, you date a missing foot person? Uh, yeah, I think that'd be all right. Missing foot? Yeah. Missing. Missing foot is fine. Have. Yeah, I could go. I think it would be weird. <laughs> Charles if, is motioning this. I think it would Charles be weird like, if it was the entire leg. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that would be disturbing. But anything below there, I'd you know, it would be, be okay. Right. Would she have to be like that much more prettier in the face to make up for the fact that she was missing? No, I don't, I don't think, think it would so. be a balance issue. Uh Maybe a little. There was a girl, I used to work with a girl who was very pretty, totally shallow, really like sorority girl-esque girl, and she had one arm. And she was later on The Bachelor. Wow. Oh, I think She was I the one-armed girl, girl on The yeah. Bachelor. I worked with that girl. But and she, she was a total of, bitch. Like, she was a very she, like, not nice person. Thing. Yeah. And then, like, but she would, like, go around in, like, these cute outfits all the time and just, like, have it. She was, like, super proud of it. Like, it was, like, her thing. It's funny when people that have a thing that's unusual about them are really shitty. Yeah. Like, I, I went to school with a blind kid who was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I was just like, how did this happen? Like, why are you so mean? Did you feel bad <laughs> really calling funny. him a dick because he was blind? Yeah, there's that. There, the, people would be like, oh, he's blind. I'm like, yeah, but... It's not like he was blinded. He's always been blind. He's grown up. He's just grew up to be a, a kind of a shitbag. Yeah. Not a good person. I'm sh- who knows. That's funny. Yeah. Like you can take advantage of people if they see you as kind of a needy person, like in need. Yeah. Know. No, you can be more of an asshole. So what about you? What 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 amount of amputation would be a deal breaker for you? I don't know. I just want anything with a beating heart. At this point. <laughs> Anyone who will love yeah. me. Yeah. Any takers. <laughs> I, my question is like, because I eventually want to get like a prosthetic tip that yeah. will kind of hide it. But at what point do I tell a suitor or a reveal or accidentally drop my fake finger in his soup on a date? Like, should that be first conversation? I don't Should I like right. wait awkward. a bit? I don't think anybody would consider that a betrayal. Like if... Because that's such a small yeah. thing, you know. If it were my whole leg, though, maybe you'd be a little peeved. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't. Cause that's such a weird argument about 
like how shallow is somebody like you meet somebody and they're really cool and you have a good time and then they're like oh but i'm missing half of my leg and, and you're just like, like oh oh I, ooh. <laughs> yeah like that you're, pretty, you're a pretty bad human being if that's, that's the case yeah, it's like when you meet someone online and then you meet them in real life and they're like way heavy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i just well, don't i don't want to be that girl yeah no it's a tough it's a tough (laughs) issue the good thing is once you're married it's not gonna matter ever again forever so it's like that you only have to worry while you're still dating you know and then it won't fucking matter (laughs) i don't think anybody's gonna care at all i i think i could deal with i think i'd have issue with no hand i think if you didn't have a whole hand that would be a little shocking that would be a lot that would be tough to take yeah somebody with no hand yeah, there's a lot of Just hand. Nubbing you. Yeah. Rubbing they you touch with you nub. with the <laughs> yeah with the stump. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be like a boner crusher. Is that what you call it? No. A boner Wait. crusher. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're like turned off by my weird nub. Oh, I thought you meant like literally a boner Not crusher crushing. with your lip. No. Uh, no, I don't. Th- I don't think that's a turn off at all. I yeah. I don't think that's. I'd say that's like the perfect amount of that of it because it's like it's enough that it's like totally doesn't matter, but it's also like it makes you cooler. It's like oh, she's kind of like that's kind of weird. Like my new badass. Yeah, 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 exactly. You got a good story behind it too. You yeah. immediately get to launch into a good story, and that's yeah. yeah just like, don't tell them about the all the details <laughs> when you tell the story. <laughs> just say that a shark bit it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's or what that you should I was say. chopping vegetables. But then, yeah. then oh. they probably would have sewed it back on, whereas you donated <laughs> to the sea. Yeah, some fish. I wonder where it is. It's I think it's in the fish's It's belly. probably not even in existent anymore. It's probably been digested and turned into something else by now. Well, like Mufasa said, <laughs> the antelopes eat the fingers and become the earth a uh, circle of <laughs> something <laughs> about this so, uh, something like that uh, um okay uh what else were we going to talk about before we got into oh, oh charles had, yeah, had, yeah yeah, yeah. so accident. you also had an accident yeah well uh, let me preface the story so last this past week on wednesday i went to the peterson auto museum on wilshire and fairfax which is just a bunch of cars so uh I went in there and I looked at the cars and they have one section where you play this Xbox, uh, I think it's called Forza right, uh, racing game and they have it set up so it's got a steering wheel and a chair and everything. So I played the game and I played like two rounds and there was a lot of like correcting on swerves because you're driving at these uh, extremely fast speeds. So if you turn too fast, or you brake too hard, your backside would start swerving. So the reason why this is important... I was say, is this an elaborate joke? Where no, it's not died? a joke. <laughs> was your car accident actually in a video <laughs> yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the video game. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 it was crazy. <laughs> so last night I was driving on the 10. I was going from one show to another show, and uh, this car, I was accelerating in a lane, and this car pulled into my lane very quickly, and I didn't have enough time to... Uh, do what I needed to do. So I braked very hard. My backside swerved this way. And so because of the video game that I've been playing, I turned into the swerve and I managed to avoid that car and a second car that was in the next lane that I swerved into. And then I swerved around the outside of the two cars, almost hit both of them, but hit neither. 
and then pulled off and pulled over to a ramp. So I'm literally alive because I had been in a circumstance where I used the exact driving skills that I needed. That video game saved your life. So where was this? It was on the 10. It was in Santa Monica. In Santa Monica. Going uh, east towards uh, the 405. And you're in the left lane. Uh, there's a bunch of lanes down there because yeah. it's you know where the ten terminates in Santa Monica. Okay. So there's a I'm like one or two lanes over. So this car pulls into my lane quickly as I'm accelerating. So you're in one of the center lanes. Correct. He cuts you off yeah. without really looking. I brake way too hard. Way my too end hard. swerves. You know the and fishtails. I guess you call. Oh it. Oh my god! In traffic. Like yeah. In, in the traffic. Highway traffic. Yes. Jesus. And yeah. And then you sort of like skidded around and yeah. then managed to I skidded around off. two cars. I could have hit either one without dumb luck. Wow. Yeah. And it's a rental car. So it would have been so a total disaster. If I hadn't died, it would have been that a total disaster. So you're supposed to, what you're saying is you're supposed to turn into the skid. Yes. That's what you do. Yeah. And Meaning that if you're fishtailing out to the right, you turn the wheel left. Uh, if you're, if you're fish, I'm trying to think of the way that I did it last night. So I was fish, my fishtail was going out to the left, right? Out to so, the left, like so left. towards the inner lane, towards yeah. the middle. Yes. So I turned in that direction. And you it, turned towards the middle. Yes. And the fishtail was happening. Yes. Oh, well, that seems to make sense, right? Yeah. But it was just, it was funny because I'd been doing that exact same stuff within the context of a video game. So it was like I had practiced for it. It was a very strange it was experience. Very weird, serendipity. Yeah. yeah. You should be a motivational speaker or like a like a testimonial for that video game. I know clearly. <laughs> I need to write them a letter. Buy this for you your children. You saved my life. You, you should. Save yeah. Life. It was very yeah. bizarre. I've had a very weird string of 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 luck lately. So what hope, else happened? Well, we can you know I, my job situation. Oh changed yeah, 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 A bunch of other good stuff happened. But later. that was my my recent incident of. And it was crazy. Like I could the whole ride there. I was just like I could have fucking died, yeah. or at least been seriously injured in that thing. And there's not a scratch on that car. Did you wow. just keep driving? I or pulled did you off. Like pull over to catch your breath. I pulled over, and I was just like, okay, just gonna reset, and uh, and uh, start driving again. Wow. It was very odd. Yeah. There you go. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> All right, we ready for Ghostbusters talk? That's what we're here for. Yes. Uh, let's, I guess let's get into it. Have you seen the original Ghostbusters? I have, but I didn't see it until I was an adult. Okay. And I well, don't remember that much of it. Right. So I don't have the nostalgia for the film. Sure. I wasn't really comparing it to the Ghostbusters films. I was just like looking at it independently as this like way to spend an hour and a half yeah i guess and you liked the new ghostbusters i did like it what did you like about it i thought it was funny like i thought the jokes were funny i like all the characters Uh all the actresses um it made me laugh so i i watched the first half of it and then i fell asleep and i was like telling everyone like this movie's so funny like like all the the story set up and all the like introducing the characters and stuff was really yeah. funny and then the second half i watched and it's all the the action yeah. action kind of like turns me off a bit and i was like this is not as great as i thought but i still think it's funny so got it and you were a hundred percent satisfied the whole time you weren't bored you were okay with 
the movie. That's a bold statement. 100% well, satisfied. You, you were, for a movie, you watched it, and you're like, oh, this is enjoyable, and I'm not distracted by my phone or anything else. Because like, when I watched it, right. I, I had a hard time sticking with it. Like I always find yeah. an excuse to not watch for a variety of reasons. But that you had the opposite, right? I mean, I wasn't like on the edge of my seat, like yeah. some Jason Bourne movie or something. But I mean, I was pretty in it to win it. <laughs> what did you think was funny? What was the funniest part of the movie? The funniest part of the movie? Yeah. I loved Kate McKinnon's character. Why? She's so like quirky and her mannerisms and her gestures, like her facial expressions... I just loved her character. I thought it was super funny. And like her hair and her glasses, I just made me laugh. She was my know. least was, favorite yeah. character in the I've movie. I've heard people don't like her, so I'm curious why they why they I hate. found her very fake and just a collection of quirks. Like she just every time she said something, she bothered me because I was like, "This is not a real person. This is just." I mean, if you look at the movie as a whole, though, like what part of it is realistic? You kind I've, of have to step away from that. I felt like, but I felt like Leslie Jones's character, who I thought I was going to dislike, was actually <laughs> my favorite because I was like, "Oh, here's a real person. Like this seems like somebody that actually exists." Yeah. And Kate McKinnon, I was. She's, it just kept bothering me. Every time she said something, I got progressively more annoyed. She was a little bit like antisocial behavior. Yes. I guess she was supposed <laughs> to represent the Egon character, right? Oh, yeah. She was supposed to be Egon. Was she the Egon? Yeah. Is that how it broke down? Who's Egon? He was the guy with the glasses and the big hair in the original mm. Ghostbusters. Yeah, and she was the scientist, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, they're all scientists. No, but she was like the one giving him the gadgets and shit. She's the one who right? like built everything. Yeah, yeah. Like... and that was Egon. Egon was the one building all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, um, so Charles, let's uh, have you download. You have been very eager to uh, crap well, on this movie. So. I don't. here's what I don't like about the Ghostbusters thing. I think there's a lot... This is my theory about the movie. Uh, Sony put out the... Tra- this is very conspiracy theory. Sony put out the trailer. Everybody shat on the trailer and was like, this looks like garbage. And so Sony began to use Ghostbusters to rally feminists... Uh, to its cause in order to cover up the fact that they'd made a bad movie. And, uh, of course the usual horrible people on the internet got involved and there's lots of misogynists who were mad about the movie because it was, you know, a a remake with women in it, which I don't have a problem with. I don't have any problem with them remaking Ghostbusters. I don't give a shit. They can do whatever they want with their properties. They can put all women cast in. I don't care about that. I just felt like, it was a weird situation where the movie studio was using politics Mm -hmm. to protect their movie when they just made kind of a junky movie. Well, it was kind of the Hillary Clinton of films in that way, right? (laughs) Like you have a shitty product, but, and you're selling it as like, come see Mm -hmm. it for political reasons, which is like, there could not be something worse to do with like a summer comedy. Like, come on, nobody wants to go see that and like feel like, I'm an activist. But am I wrong? Am I a crazy person for believing that? I mean, I, I guess if... I don't think you're crazy for believing that. And I think you should be able to like it or hate it without being called like a feminist or a misogynist. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I won't deny that I enjoyed seeing like four lead characters who for the first time in like a long time in a movie didn't have any like 
romantic, like, trying to get the guy or trying to get the girl, like, side story, which I thought was kind of refreshing to see I agree. That. I don't disagree with that. And um, then you have Chris Hemsworth character who they have as this, like, sexy, idiotic secretary who they had, which is, like, blatantly making fun of all the movies where they have, like, the dumb female secretary. But I do think, to their credit, he as a character, brought more to the story than the receptionist in the original. Yeah. Janine. But yeah. Janine wasn't super hot, though. Yeah. She was just kind of brassy right. New yeah, Yorker. she was kind of like, yeah, brassy New Yorker. Where are all these roles with the hot secretary? Like, I don't know. That's totally a stereotype, though. Like, but it's a, but where does it actually... Like, I can't remember a movie that but had, like, hot bimbo you, secretary. Are you, do you mean, uh, like... The female character who doesn't really serve a purpose and is just used as eye candy. Because that's what I kind of felt like Chris Hemsworth was like the male version of that. Right? Yeah, like maybe... I don't think it has to be a secretary per se. It's just like, oh, here's a pretty woman. Yeah. Look at her. I will say, I think most of the male characters in the movie were portrayed as like total assholes or total idiots. Yeah. Used like... Maybe one good man. One that wasn't a total. <laughs> I watched a, a the review by this guy who I really love his uh, YouTube reviews. Chris Stuckman, right? I think I it's don't know. Chris Stuckman. I haven't watched that one. Um. Anyway, so fuck, man. Maybe it's not Chris Stuckman, but whatever. Uh, whatever. I actually should really look this up. But um, <clears throat> he said something really interesting, which was. Every male in this movie, and he's like totally not a anti-feminist or anything. Like he's very fair, and he was like every male in this movie was either a coward, an asshole, or uh, an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like like they were, and that's the strange thing. It's like if you're trying to make a statement, if you are going to make it political, you know, then you you're can't doing say the all men suck by trying to make women look good. Yeah, exactly. What the politics? Those up. politics. I didn't care about any of that. Like, I didn't get offended. I thought, but by, by male portrayals in the movie, my main problem was like it, I, it. It just felt like such a, like I've, I've seen the other movies that is his last name Fag, Paul Feig or Fag. I don't never know how to pronounce his last name. Fag. <laughs> That's it. Paul Fag. It's Paul Fag. Uh, <laughs> I, I've his other like I like bridesmaids fine. I thought that was a decent comedy. Well, but but how funny is that, right? I, I mean, bridesmaids is the exact same thing. Um, it's but, a it's a female version of a male movie. But there's more romance in that movie. No, sure. I liked oh, bridesmaids. Yeah. I, liked, I liked it. But I, felt, I, I liked yeah. it more. I felt yeah. like bridesmaids was like a real movie, and I liked Spy with Melissa McCarthy. Wow, so that's actually a, a that's bunch actually of people have told me that it's that's a pretty weird. good movie. Spy hmm. had like way too much like. I felt like they were just trying to like make it inappropriate and like cuss every other word for like shock value. I don't know. But that's a, that's that's for another. But did you like did you think Spy was funny or did you think it was a bad movie? It wasn't my favorite. Okay. So I've seen other of his movies where I was like, you know, this is fine. Uh but this movie just annoyed me. Uh and I watched it outside of the the hostility period. I just got it on DVD and I watched it and I was just like, it's just not a well-made movie because the problem that I had is you have four, and this has been pointed out in numerous reviews. This is not something I've come up with 
but your four main characters are all comic relief. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. not one character yeah. that's just a normal... Everybody's just quipping constantly. I thought Kristen Wiig's character was more of the straight she man. She was a straight man. Well, what about in the original, though? They were all comedy, but, right? But they weren't. They were all characters first. Like, they they all had a specific mm-hmm. character. Like, Egon wasn't funny. He, no, his, yeah, his humor true. came out of the fact that he was so in his head, like, weirdo scientist. Like, when he tells... Yeah, he wasn't, like, making jokes. Yeah. Whereas the, yeah. the so, like, Kate I McKinnon... I could find 12 yeah. uses for a corpse yeah. today. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. that... I have heard that argument that in this version, it was more just all the characters kind of, like, riffing and telling jokes. And yeah. Instead yeah. of, like, developing their the own character. Yeah, which is counter... Point. Which is... It, it doesn't support the idea that women can carry a movie because it no. it says that women have to be constantly funny and getting attention, mm-hmm. and they can't just be there can't just be a character who's just like I'm you know I'm a woman this and, and I don't I don't need to <laughs> throw out bless you <laughs> I don't need to throw out quips all the time in order to to uh, be an actual interesting character and that's again why I kind of like Leslie Jones because I felt like a lot of her was was coming out of who she was like she's this MTA employee that gets wrapped up do you feel like she's like the token angry yeah I heard a lot of people criticize that it was like oh okay the one black character is the most stereotypical black character well I mean you know you have three scientists and the one black character is (laughs) the one that works you know in a a government role so I mean there's the structure was weird I felt like with in the movie preview I was just like oh my god they've just gone total stereotype but in the movie she's like I felt like she's the realest person you know, she was just kind of, she's almost audience surrogate the same way uh, Winston was in the original. Uh, so I, mm-hmm. I, she wasn't quipping all the time and she's like a normal person. She gets scared. Like, what was that? There's a pretty funny line when she walks by this room full of mannequins and she's like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm not walking into that room full of nightmares. I'm just not. And I thought that was yeah. like, oh, that's funny. Cause or that's, uh, another favorite was when the ghost gets on the train and she's like, he's going to Queens. He'll be the third scariest thing on that train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that, there was, she was funny and I thought she was funny. Mm-hmm. But the others, they were just so like, not people. You no, know? I, I always feel that way about Kate McKinnon. Like, I have never. Like, you know, there's that famous Saturday Night Live thing with her getting abducted by aliens. Have you seen that? I love that one. It's good. I think it's funny, Like, I, I but it doesn't make me laugh. Really? Like, no, it makes me really? like be like, oh, that's that's funny. Why is it that like some things are hilarious to some people and just don't do anything? Such a people? deep question. Yeah. No, but I feel that way a lot about... Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm certainly not one of those people who are like, women aren't funny. I don't believe that at all. Like, I think mm-hmm. Tina Fey is incredible. Like, I think she's such a good... She makes me laugh, like, really hard as a writer and as a yeah actress. But I do feel like they're kind of forcing these new comedians. I feel that I'm getting Kate McKinnon and Amy Schumer and Leslie Jones and even Kristen Wiig in her own way. I feel like I'm getting them shoved down my throat a little bit and I don't find them funny. Like, even Kristen Wiig... I enjoy watching her, but I have never laughed at anything she's ever done. Like, she doesn't make me laugh, you know? Yeah. I I mean, a lot of the the big problem with Ghostbusters, though, is not even... It's it's more that there's not... You can tell, first of all, there's just a lot of improv going on, which I hate. Yeah, so much improv. In in films, it's, it's very 
undisciplined because it goes, what it does is it just makes people say funny stuff in a scene instead of saying stuff that their character would necessarily say. And I, it, Melissa McCarthy is one of the worst uh, culprits of doing that. Like anytime <laughs> she's allowed to, she's very funny. She's funny, but anytime she's allowed to improv, like it suddenly becomes, oh, I'm just going to throw, you know, crazy lines out. Like, did you see funny people? Not funny people. This is 40. No. There's this scene with her. Did you see this is 40? No. It's, no. Judd, Ap- it's, it's Judd Apatow, yeah. like comedy drama. And there's a scene where she's sitting in a principal's office with um, Paul Rudd and uh, what's her face? Uh, Judd Apatow's wife. And she's the parent of a kid that got in a fight with their kid. And she's just saying like insane things to the principal and it just takes you completely out of the reality of the movie because you're like this isn't these aren't real people and it's always the same tone like both her and Kate McKinnon when they're doing that riffing yeah it's always this same like like I would do a do do yeah like like like, I'll eat that up for dinner or like I can't believe I only have this one thing or yeah I'm gonna say something complete yeah or like yeah what was the the thing Ghostbusters she was like eating the Pringles and she was like I'd eat these parabolas of joy any day. And yeah. it was like, ah, uh, like I, you, you can see them in the that writer's room being like, hard. yes, like that's, you're so funny. You know, what there's other, what other nobody com- there to be like, no, like that's stupid. What other comedies do you like? What are your favorite comedies? My favorite comedies. I uh, like Nacho Libre, Napoleon Dynamite was what I loved in high school. Okay. Anything with Will Ferrell. But now they're they're like pushing all the female comedy on us. I was gonna ask, do you think um, for Melissa McCarthy, her character in Bridesmaids was like what you're saying too, like the same yeah, as the other one? Exactly. I that came to mind when she's like in the in the plane. She's yeah. like, "What do you yeah. think of this guy?" Like, well, it's just so say, over the top. That one's that seemed like the one movie where she was like a different character than she's in all the other ones. She kind of feels like the same but that one she's she like, was a little more like more extreme more extreme yeah, yeah yeah i liked i mean bridesmaids was like i was very into it as a movie like i enjoyed watching it there's a better version of bridesmaids though called bachelorette I seen it's that. like the exact same thing it's a little more yeah. serious it has kirsten dunst in it and it's way better huh it's like a way better version. oh did you see how to be single no of course not but I really, I really like Rebel <laughs> Isaac doesn't need to know how he to be single. Yeah. <laughs> He's, who knows? Oh, but I love, I love Rebel Wilson too, but I'm scared she might fall into the same, like Melissa McCarthy. Like She's a little like better Rebel Wilson. I, I kind of like, I like her a lot more than I like mm-hmm. any of those Saturday Night Live. It's the accent, huh? Women. Well, and she's so, I don't know. There's but, like a confidence to her that I like. Like it doesn't feel so fake, you and know? There's more discipline, yeah. I think, in the stuff mm-hmm. that she's in. Like she's not doing improv riffing, which, and maybe it's because she's, she's British, right? I think she's yeah. Australian. She's Australian. Yeah. I, I think it just, she's coming from a different comedy style. Just improv has infiltrated so much Hollywood comedy that you just have these interminable like two yeah. hour long comedies and comedy is just going to keep it tight. Yeah, and you got to write the jokes. And, and like yeah. you were saying, I think the coolest point you made is write the characters. Yeah. You know, and let them, they don't have to be, as you're saying, like well, just if, making jokes every scene. Like, well, okay, let's have them make six jokes in this one scene, you know? And yeah. Yeah. Like, can you guys, 
like if we went down the list of those characters, can you tell me a character trait about them? <laughs> you did the same thing. It's with a that. great okay. exercise. <laughs> you did the same thing with the Stranger Things. Uh, you know, okay. what is Melissa McCarthy's character trait? That's not a physical character trait. She's more like the perseverant one. Okay. How so? With the whole story set up where like she still believed in their research and she was selling their book on Amazon and she didn't want to give up where Kristen Wiig's character was like... Okay. That's a good good answer. What is uh, Kristen Wiig's... What is she? Oh, that's a good one. Well, she was like the straight one, as she's saying. She was like the, the the main one. That's a plot role. That's not a character. Yeah. Okay, what's a character trait where you're trying to keep everyone in check? <laughs> Level-headed? Yeah, I don't know. Straight, yeah. straight one. Right, it's hard. Uh, what's uh, what's Leslie Jones? Poor black woman. Sassy. <laughs> what? Sassy, sassy yeah. black woman. Leslie I mean, Jones, it's, like it's a down, caricature. Down to, yeah. yeah. And what's um, Kate McKinnon? I guess she was supposed to be like nerdy, but I don't Psychotic. know. Yeah, I'm kind of Kate McKinnon. Really, really doesn't do it for me. Did you see the fucking after the Hillary? Sorry, I'm really trying to not make this about politics. But oh after the uh, <laughs> after the election, the her singing the the Leonard Cohen song Hallelujah like in character. Did you see what? that? I couldn't watch it. What? The description was annoying, so it I was, was like, I don't want to watch this. I, like I went to my Thanksgiving with my super liberal Jewish family up in San Francisco, and they. Uh, we, you know, we we always get pretty drunk and like watch videos. Mm-hmm. And my uncle loves like watching SNL, and he played that, and everybody was like gathered around the fucking <laughs> like uh, like TV, like watching, you know, Kate McKinnon sing like this really dramatic like Hallelujah song. And like putting so much meaning in every phrase of like, oh, Is that was what Hillary was really going for. She was like trying to do good, and I was like. This makes me want to throw up. Like, literally, this is the dumbest thing. Like, it is so... It's like the corniest, most blind thing I have ever seen. It's like they, when they were going after September 11th, when they um, they had Paul Simon sing The Boxer, and they had all the uh, firemen and policemen all lined up together. Yeah. It, they were going for the same thing. Cringeworthy. And it's like, ugh. But even, yeah, even weirder. It's just like you guys are really sitting there like believing these lyrics like oh like that oh man. Yeah. So Kate McKinnon uh, is like Nerd. crazy weirdo yeah, scientist. Yeah. And if you look at like the original four and go and I'm not saying Ghost but the original Ghostbusters is great. It's oh, I think it's kind of overrated. It's a little nostalgia tinge. I think you're correct in, in the way that you described like there's a nostalgia element. But those are real characters like um uh Dan Aykroyd's guy, he's really obsessed with the paranormal. That's kind of his character arc. Egon is the the in his head scientist. Venkman is a con artist who's just using the paranormal to make money and pick up women. And then uh, when Winston joins, he's kind of like the down to earth uh, non scientist of the group. And they all kind of operated in those spheres. Mm-hmm. And in this new movie, they just didn't stick to their character thing. It was just like they kind of had the role, but then they'd go, oh, I'm going to say something crazy right now. I did feel like the four of them together had chemistry, though. Yeah, they're good performers. 
evened each other out in some ways. Yeah, I, I won't I won't deny that they're all skilled comedians. They're all very good. I just wish that the the thing that they were in did a better service for them. Yeah, better writing. Yeah. I talked to a creative director once for some ad that had Will Ferrell in it and he said when they when they met Will he thanked them and said thank you so much for actually writing me a script and writing me jokes <laughs> yeah. because you have no idea how many times they'll hire these comedians and just expect them to like come up with all their own material so you know putting a lot of weight on the actors themselves maybe what uh, what do we think about um, are they going to make sequels? Uh, from what I've read, the movie underperformed. It did not make as much money as they wanted it to make. So that's very much up in the air. The Ghostbusters yeah. cinematic universe <laughs> will not be thoroughly explored. That's funny because I read Emma Stone turned down the role because she didn't want to get involved in a potential trilogy yeah. or sequel. <laughs> wow. Well, that would have made it better, though. That's what I'm saying. They should have had an Emma Stone in there who was not a comedian. Like, not they should just have like had, the cast yeah. of Saturday Night. <laughs> yeah. The whole cast well, the other thing, the, the thing with that is, is the movie, there's no stakes. Like, you don't care if anybody turns out fine because it's so detached from reality. I think that was the yeah. other thing I didn't like. Like, the original Ghostbusters, not to keep citing it, but just as a comparable example, it's very real, the the regular human elements of it. There's like real people stuff going on, and then they have this fantastic element. But in this new one, they're all kind of behaving in crazy ways that normal people wouldn't behave in, and then there's ghosts, so you don't feel as attached. Mm-hmm. Like at the climax... When she's like going to get her friends in that wormhole or whatever was happening, I just didn't care. I was like, who cares about this moment? Like, it doesn't. Yeah. I don't understand what the stakes are of this. Like, New York City should be freaking out a lot more than it is that there's ghosts taking yeah. over the city. Yeah. And you don't, the, they're just not real people. So you're, you're like, okay, well, they're not in any real mm-hmm. danger. I think that was the other beef. And that's the other, you know, it's not just because of misogyny. They're not going to make more Ghostbusters. It's also because people saw it and they were like, man, it sucks. I kind of feel that way about all superhero movies, though. Like, I don't. You won't find any disagreement. (laughs) You won't find any disagreement over here. Yeah, I'm with you. I hate hate superhero movies. And it's, they suffer from the same problem, too. Uh, There's a lot of detachment from reality. There's no real stakes to it. So you're just kind of watching the same thing. Doctor Strange is a perfect example of a movie where it's just it has cool action scenes you're like mm-hmm. wow it's amazing and then it just has a boring oh boring story about uh, a genius who learns new skills do you think in the future they'll like in film theory classes they'll look back at this time and be <laughs> like oh those were i love those uh, you know, golden era superhero movies. Yeah. You know, like spaghetti westerns or yeah, they're going to be our, our yeah. Flash Gordon serials. No, they'll call it the Hollywood garbage era. Yeah, or will it be that? <laughs> or will they be just like this was the worst time in cultural history? <laughs> you know, like it was just crap. Uh, it's really amazing to think about how much like Hollywood now is based on. Uh, just reminding people of stuff that they're already familiar with. It's insane. The like the Star Wars movie. I was shocked. At, I felt the same way watching Ghostbusters as I did watching Star Wars. It's the same 
exact thing. Yeah, how yeah. are those still happening? It's like it's it's ex- the new Star Wars is the same movie. It's just like everything's like a little different. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no original ideas. Yeah. And it's like I don't know. That's kind of weird and toxic. But Do you think uh, people are it's always been like that. Dumb that they just keep going and paying money to see the same thing over and over again. Well, the yeah. Well, and I think a lot of it's China, right? China. It's China. Yeah, it's China. It's China. China is, uh, and you know, it's all about these other markets now. And in China, they haven't seen any of these movies. For, yes. So for them, it's like, oh, damn. Like, we've, they're just now, you know, getting into seeing these big cinema, cinema movies. I saw Star Trek for the first and only time in China. Wow. Yeah. Cool, huh? And it's also like, what were you doing in China? Yeah. Oh, I taught English there. How just long? For like four months. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ni hao. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> anyway, you were on a roll. No, I don't. Uh, I was about to. I'm, I got distracted by China. Oh, the uh, the other thing is that Hollywood operates. It's very strange. Hollywood operates like very conservative uh, investors. They just kind of invest in the same stocks all the time. Wow, and, okay. and Hollywood has enough money to pl- to act like a hedge fund. Like I think all movie yeah. studios need to have like a hedge fund area with like, okay, we're gonna spend thirty million on this movie probably going to be a loss but every once in a while we're going to get a blade runner or you know like some really significant they cultural do thing. that's what they do that's yeah. the whole point but all those people the problem with that is all those people hate art because they don't understand it yeah you know that's what you realize in the kind of corporate creative world in hollywood yeah. which i've like been in a little bit it's agents hate creativity because yeah. they don't have it yeah so they spend their whole lives basically trying to destroy it and to try and make it about money. It's a yeah. franchise. You know, they're like, no, it's, it's not, it's not art. They, they'll tell you it's not art. It's a business. And it's like, no, it's actually not a business. Yeah. They're trying to make it a business, <laughs> but it's art. I mean, this is our art of our time. So do you think the, the reaction to Ghostbusters, let's, let's end on that note. What what do we think about the the way that the Ghostbusters conversation got so toxic? Because it did get real crazy uh, for a lot of different reasons. Our conversation right now. No, I mean the. Uh, oh, <laughs> Kristen, you are the toxic. <laughs> the way that yeah, the way that th- there was this very virulent element that was uh, very anti Ghostbusters and did horrible things to Leslie Jones, like bust you know broke into her iCloud or whatever it was and put her naked pictures Oof. online. Like, what is... Who did that? Uh, very terrible people. Ghost, Who is on the receiving haters? end of naked Leslie Jones pictures? That's know. what I want to know. Is that on Twitter? Uh, <laughs> they're out there. Uh, yeah, no. Um, and that guy, Milo Yiannopoulos, that got him uh, kicked yeah. off Twitter. But why did that happen? Like, why was it Ghostbusters? Because it's the so... same thing that we've been talking about this whole time. It's the feeling of having this forced upon you. Right. The feeling of being like, if you don't watch this, you're a sexist. Like, if you don't like this movie, you're a sexist. Right. Yeah, I'm surprised how much of that there was. Yeah, which is probably mostly in the minds of the people making these comments, right? I, like, I don't think Hollywood was actually telling you if you don't well, like this, there you're was, a sexist. I gotta say this. There was a weird... I had a... And I'm, I'm not this guy. Like, yeah. But I did have a lot of female Facebook friends 
that when Ghostbusters came out, they were all posting, they were seeing it, and then they'd come out of the movie and be like, oh my God, it was so hilarious, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And there was a real kind of fake urgency fake urgent, yeah. to make it seem like it was really great because there was a lot riding on it. Uh-oh. Ooh. Do you think oh, they oh, just okay. wanted to promote more movies like that in the future? That's what my question was. Like, you know, what was... Because, yeah, they were doing it, they were telling themselves this is important for female comedy it's that this works and and wasn't that a mistake to do because yeah. so much was hinged on this movie doing well that didn't need to be like, well and it's it's cried wolf now you know it's like okay you told me this was good so next time i know you're not like women you. can carry you know like sigourney weaver's carrying yeah. the aliens franchise it's decades incredible. ago you incredible. know and, and, and yeah, nobody it's just a movie. People need to remember that. Yeah. Like, how many terrible movies are there made every year? Yeah. Yeah. The whole... You don't have to love it. The yeah. whole th- the whole surrounding love it or hate it. politics of this one was very odd. In a way that didn't envelop Star Wars. Like, Star Wars had a diverse cast, and it didn't get this craziness. Yeah. And I think it true. was because the movie, even though it was, you know, basically a rehash of the original was at least good. Like, it was like, oh, that was enjoy. That was fine. Like, I didn't walk out of that movie, go- you know, being annoyed. But Ghostbusters was so, to me, mm-hmm. was so not good that I think that tr- triggered a lot of people to be like, you know, don't fucking, don't tell me I'm a misogynist because I don't like this movie. It stinks. Yeah, or don't say you liked it simply mm-hmm. because there's women in it. Yeah. You know, like, you got to be honest here. No. Yeah. Do you think if it had been like, two girls and two guys yeah that would have been, been different. really different totally people would have just i don't i don't think so <laughs> well i think the reaction may have been different yeah but i don't think yeah. if the same people made it and they just two of the people were men i don't it would have been as un- unexciting mm-hmm. it just wasn't an exciting thing but then people could have hated it because it was a remake and a reboot yeah. and it ruined their nostalgic childhood movie instead of the yeah. whole like feminist thing but and that was also part of the thing too i think was that there was just a group of people that didn't want the movie to be remade and then they got kind yeah. of tr- caught in the vortex of the the oh, yeah the people are like don't destroy my childhood yeah which is which a, is that's a little ridiculous too yeah. but um <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I don't think most of the misogyny that came out of this is really justified. Like, you know, who cares? Like, yeah. if you want to make a movie with all... It's an interesting idea. You know, it's an interesting experiment. Let's do it with all women. Yeah. The gross part is what you just said, which is forcing yourself to like it. Yeah. Or care about it because it is that. You know, that's the kind of nasty part. But it's yeah. also nasty to hate it for the same reason. I mean, it's like... You know, if it's good, it's good. It was just know? a misuse of talented people. Yeah. yeah you know? I don't think it was like so horrible and worth all the hate that it received but i'm not saying it was like amazing or some like incredible work of art like yeah. it's just a hollywood comedy to me yeah yeah uh, uh, yeah it's strange it's strange the things that get people wound up now yeah it's weird art yeah. or a weird time for art in general yes that's the case uh did you have any more comedy recommendations recommendations yeah Any yeah you watch a lot of comedies right you're a comedy fan yeah you're like yeah. a comic person i feel like i'm a comic person i could see you doing stand-up i i took improv and sketch writing but really um have you seen what we do in the shadows Mm-mm. that's one that comes to mind it's a mockumentary about vampires oh you haven't seen it Mm-mm. It's, oh yeah it's yeah got, um, pretty good 
It's pretty funny. What's his name? Jermaine? Yeah, it's, I didn't know it was a mockumentary about vampires. I watched Flight of the Concords. I thought it was a horror movie. No, it's like it's, a funny... It's a funny horror it's movie. It's like, yeah, it's like Christopher Guest vampires, except it's not Christopher Guest. Oh, okay. In my mind, that's like one of the like shining star okay. epitome of comedy. I loved it so much. Do you like Christopher Guest movies, like Best in Show? Yeah, I love Best in Show. Yeah, that's really funny. He's kind of repeating himself these days. Yeah, well, Mascots was sort of weird. Yeah. Um, Summer Heights High is another mockumentary. Nice. It's Australian made. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, it was on HBO, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got Chris Tilly, and he plays like three characters. different characters, which I kind of spoiled it for you. I didn't know that watching it, and I was like, that girl looks kind of like a man who was another character. But yeah, that one's pretty funny and inappropriate for American those are Those are two movies that I yeah. would have had no idea to watch. Oh, that's without. a TV show. Nice. But, oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I came out of this with with. Uh, I'll send you a list. <laughs> we keep agreeing on things too much. Yeah, it's been very Not agreeable. Fighting. Yeah, I thought you were just gonna like argue with no, I'm just, the whole time. I, I'm I'm curious yeah. about why people like that movie because I really it annoyed me. But you know, there is a you may just want to sit and watch people quip at each other. It's kind of just like mindless entertainment. Yeah. I want. Who's Maybe your favorite? Like, okay, what's your favorite comedy of all time, and who's your favorite female comedian? <sighs> My favorite comedy—that's so difficult because there's just a wide variety of uh, potential favorite comedies. Do you know what I mean? Like, so much of it is. There's a lot of one of the things that's weird about comedy is that. Uh, you can it can sometimes be very funny to you at a time in your life, yeah. Mm-hmm. And totally. then you watch it subsequently, you're like, and what? you're like, "What the? Why is this funny?" So I think there's a lot of movies I have that would come to mind, but if I watch them now as me, mm-hmm. yeah. I'd be like, eh, "As you, <laughs> yeah, as me now, as you now, not yeah. as me in my twenties yeah. when the you know me in my twenties loves Anchorman." I love so I've never laughed harder than anchor. I agree. I same thing. But if I watched it now, having never would seen it before, like it would I like well, it? Well, and comedy also just gets stale, you know? Like, yeah. Gets well, anchorman stale. has been so yeah, copied per- pervaded, yeah. pervaded comedy. I so feel thoroughly. like those things that they do that like kind of improv thing that I'm talking about, the yeah. Kate McKinnon does. I feel like that's rooted in anchor. Yeah. Anchorman is responsible for, for that kind of quippy, like, Ugh, like yeah. the, I can't do absurdist. It, yeah, absurdist. Yeah. Anchorman things. is absurdist, yeah. and they're not real characters. It's funny because every criticism those are hard to relate to characters. A every, guy who says I love lamp all the time, and every, yet you love that movie. Every criticism <laughs> I just uttered of Ghostbusters uh, could be made about Anchorman. It's very true. Yeah. yeah, you know. So there is some. There is maybe maybe it is misogyny. I just don't want. I don't want women participating no, in our it, men's here's absurdism. The in in Anchorman, the joke is on the characters, right? Like in Anchorman. You're laughing at them. Yes. <laughs> you're not laughing because they're funny. You're well, laughing also, because they're yeah. idiots. You're you know. Not, Whereas in this, like, you're laughing because oh, that's a she's funny. You, you know. You also don't care about the plot of Anchorman. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. The, the in the plot of Ghostbusters, there's stakes, or they're supposed to be. But in the plot of Anchorman, there's no stakes. Yeah, like, there's it's all like, ridiculous. It's, it's hung on this thing. Yeah, and maybe that's what the the difference is. But yeah, it's, I think, yeah, I think it all does kind of descend from Anchorman. All this generation of comedy sort of comes from that. My other favorite, uh, Dodgeball from the 2000s. Oh, Dodgeball's a good really? one. Wow, I didn't really love The that. original ending of Dodgeball, if they'd let them keep it, was 
would have been perfect. What was the original ending? The original ending, Ben Stiller's team wins, and then the movie ends. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, nice. That's good. That's good. What a great, yeah. That would have been good. Yeah, like, comedies lately, it's hard for me to really think of one that I'm... I'm super in Do you love like, with. Um, I haven't laughed at a Sasha Baron Cohen movies? Or uh, like the Ali G show? I liked Ali G. I hated the Borat movie because I thought it was mean. Oh, I loved Borat. I loved Borat on <laughs> I TV. I laughed at it. I, I loved Borat on TV, it. but I didn't like Borat in the theater. I felt, like the, I felt like movie Borat was a different beast. A little and bit. I, when he starts I, throwing the dollars at the roach, that just oh, gets me every time. I enjoyed so Bruno. Funny. When he does what? Throws dollars? At the cockroach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he thinks it's Jewish. It's a Jew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, throw money yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think he's like such a brilliant comedian. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see the Ali G movie yes. versus the show? Did you like the movie? I think I remember the movie being okay. Okay. I thought that was like the worst movie I've ever seen. Oh, really? Which I it surprised me because I loved the show so much, but I realized it's because he's like out interacting with yeah. real people and making them feel uncomfortable, whereas the movie, it was like scripted and I hated yeah. it. Did you like yeah. The Dictator? I didn't see. Who, the I don't think anybody saw that. I, it's it's pretty funny. Really? Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. I'm not a fan. It's of a his, funny really. Netflix. Yeah. It's late. I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, I feel okay. like his movies have gotten like way more extreme. Yeah, and like, like yeah. not good. He kind of fell like, off. Trying too hard to be shocking. Yeah, I don't really like. Uh, he he doesn't do it for me. I think the movies I've laughed the hardest at in my life that I can remember vividly in the theater, like yeah. just dying, is Anchorman and Ace Ventura when I was like twelve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber, Dumber, definitely. Tommy Boy. Oh yeah, those no, those Chris Farley movies mm-hmm. for sure. Tommy Boy and what the other one, Black Sheep. Mm-hmm. Those are up there. Yeah. Love- Anchorman takes the cake though easily. And then and oh, a forty-year-old virgin. I loved forty-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I never virgin. loved. Judd Apatow movies. I kind of liked the, the. I liked Walk Hard. I thought Walk Hard was very oh, funny. That's wow. still on my list. Um, and what was the other one? The uh, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, I loved Forgetting I Sarah Marshall. That, was, quite that was so good. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the best. Yeah, well, we we've come to no conclusion. What I can't believe we haven't named a comedy that's been made in like the past five years. It's that's, a terrible time for comedy. We're yeah. at an all time low for comedy. And actually, there, there's a theory for this. I interviewed. Uh, Maybe I've said this on the podcast before, but I interviewed this. Um, Wouldn't be the first time we've uh, repeated ourselves. <laughs> this big producer. Um, oh man, I can't remember his name right now, but he's like a huge Hollywood producer. And I asked him like, what's going on with comedy these days? And he was like, you know, it used to be these guys came to LA from New York. They came from absolutely nothing. And they were writing these incredible comedies based on like their experiences being the most like normal everyday yeah, like charlie days yeah early yeah. early stuff and now all the people writing comedies are the kids of those people <laughs> <laughs> and they all come from so much money that they're like not funny because not they can't relate reality. they're just yeah they're just products you know they're not yeah they're not based in like the shitty reality of everyday life it's based instead yeah. on like here's a funny joke you know yeah it's like, have you seen broad city or no i haven't seen it. i've heard it's good it's yeah. pretty freaking hilarious but the that. two girls who write it they play exaggerated versions of themselves and their team of writers the rules are that the writers have to have lived in new york city and have to like know them personally and i think that's what makes it so great is that every joke in that movie is like a real yeah, it's, it's like real on- yeah 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 and i think we're really missing that i think it's like 
comedy the technique. You know, there's so many people learning how to do comedy. It's yeah. like it doesn't come really out of reality. That's an interesting point about people's kids because yeah. the, the, ne- the nepotism of, of who gets screenwriting jobs and, and so Same. forth. Is Who's pretty... a kid who has a famous parent? Uh, Schumer great. is, Amy Schumer is like a fucking hot royalty type. Really? I, I don't, yeah, her parents are somehow, she's Chuck Schumer's like niece. Dude, my girlfriend went to Wildwood. Literally, we go to preview, like watch previews. She knows like half the people in these movies because they're all the like kids she of like famous people she went to like uh, like private school with. Max you know? Landis. Whoa. John yeah. Landis' son. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. What's his name? Jonah Hill is like a Wildwood kid, Crossroads kid, just like this rich school. Maybe I know Jaden Crossroads. Smith will yeah. comedy. There's a bunch of them. Yep. Nepotism. That's nepotism. No more, no more <laughs> jobs for normal people. No. They'll no. all be given by their parents. That's why we make hit podcasts on our own. That's right. <laughs> we work outside the system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We work outside the system. Sit down.